Hello and welcome to MLW Confusion. I'm your host Rob Cameron bringing you all that you may or may not need to know about Major League Wrestling and its television programming. Now, I know y'all are probably kind of like my wife and are going like, hey man, there's no MLW programming this week. Like, what are you going to talk about? How are you going to fill the time? And I'm like, silly people. I always got something to talk about. Um, and let's be real, we, we got a bombshell dropped today, at least today of the time of this here recording. Um, so I want to address that elephant in the room. Uh, plus we have some updates on uh, some of the various live events coming up here shortly. And of course, you know... You you wouldn't be a real podcaster if you didn't do some sort of year end of year retrospective, and I figure tonight's probably a good night to fit that in, uh, just because like we have a holiday rush coming up over the weekend, so we'll have that review in, um, and you know, got uh, um, Kings of Coliseum, which I'll reference here in a moment, coming up as well to get us back into kind of like the fusion swing of things. So, you know, there's always something to talk about, even if it's not fully 100% MLW per se. But we're, of course, we're going to start off the party with some uh, with MLW, because why not? We have news. All right. So as I said, uh, today they dropped a bombshell. Um, as you know... Um, MLW's come into a batch of money here lately. They don't have the specter of a lawsuit rearing its ugly head anymore. Um, and coincidentally, a whole batch of people effective today are free agents and hitting the market with some relative high name value and a lot of in-ring talent to be had. So, of course, MLW went through that list of folks and picked out the most non-problematic... I can't even save this straight face. Oh, all right. So uh, yeah, the big news you probably have already heard about it is uh, Matt Riddle is looking to return, and by looking to return, I mean he is returning to MLW after like a four-year hiatus, five-year hiatus, something like that. He was part of the early relaunch and then got signed to the WWE. On uh, this is a very polarizing. Uh, choice by MLW and I will say this as a fan of the product um and some a long-term uh you know connoisseur of the product uh you know this is very much an MLW thing to do uh they like to take one step forward and then take two steps back or something like two steps forward, one step back. Um, so for all the good that's come up, uh, what we now have is a very polarizing signing. Um, and I'm and I'm and online already. I've seen it go both ways, and I've like in my own pithy little neckbeard way, I, I've referenced it. Um, we'll start with the good. The good is is Matt Riddle is an incredible entering competitor uh, who has a lot to give in-ring to anyone who can afford his salary. Um, 
you know, he 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 gets it. He he gets professional wrestling. Um, the downside is, and this is a very big downside. Um, the man's kind of toxic. Uh, and like, and I'm not even going to talk about like allegedly's from years ago. Oh, I will. Don't worry. Um, but like, like within the last like six months, the dude has been in rehab, which you know, good for him. Like that, if you have a problem, you need to get it taken care of. Uh, but in the meanwhile, uh, he exhibited a worrying little pattern of behavior that ultimately uh, culminated with uh, accusations of sexual assault by TSA, uh, which led to, like, actual news sources, you know, picking up wind of this story, uh, which I feel is the actual final straw between him and the WWE. That's just pure speculation on my half. That's, you know, that is what it is. But it's coincidental that this popped up in a short time later, uh, he is let go. Um, so, like, that behavior, that behavior is a wee bit you know, erratic, um, to go along with, like, allegedly he was removed from a plane at one point or another, too, but that one might be my mixed-up sources, uh, but, yeah, yeah, dude, like, that, that was kind of a big deal, uh, add into the rumors of, uh, wellness policy suspensions, which I will remind everyone, despite, you know, everyone's first thing is, like, oh, weed's fine, WWE doesn't suspend for weed anymore, they got rid of the Randy Orton rule, uh, or they call, or we call it the, or was it the Randy Cor, Randy Orton cor, corollary, where like you don't get suspended and fired for weed anymore. So if you got suspended under wellness policy, it wasn't weed. Um, and then the last thing, which, in my humble opinion, is the biggest thing, is the unresolved uh, allegations of sexual assault and. Uh, variations of domestic abuse um you know again i'm going to stress this as i say these things they're all allegations the man has never been fully taken to court nor has he been convicted anything it is just people online saying things um but there's enough smoke to the fire to say that there, you know, enough smoke to be fire. There's the, there's my phrasing, uh, that, you know, something, something is going on there. And even like at best, like one, one of the articles basically just said, like he was a complete jerk about things and changed in the women's locker room when he, there's really no reason to change in, well, the women's locker room. I mean, not that there's ever a reason to do that, but like there's an extra reason to not do it. Um, but he just he, he there's a troubling trail of allegations that co- are coming from more than one source to uh, kind of uh, you know kind of worries me and can cause a bit of backlash that MLW, especially right now where they're try where they're really starting to get some traction. Um, and really building that goodwill uh, with their fans um, really are kind of in danger of losing a chunk of that. Um, so, um, you know, and I will ultimately let you guys decide whether it's a good or bad thing for MLW um, and how much you want to pay attention to the outside of the ring stuff. I will say, um, as a person 
who tries to be an ally to the LGBTQ community, um, and though, and then being someone who's see, who's seen, you know, firsthand the the results of domestic violence and how it is under underreported, uh, and all and its victims are all oftentimes undersupported. Uh, like I am stuck in kind of a crossroads on this here situation, um, and here's me oversharing because. I'm a good neck beard, and I always have things to talk about. Um, but, uh, yeah, this leaves me as a reporter, per se, in an awkward situation, really. Like, I still wholeheartedly support MLW and, am, you know, thoroughly enjoying the product that's putting out. But, however, like, I also don't want to do things that involve um, accused rapists, either. Just, just keywords accused. Um, yeah. So where does that leave me? And that's really a good question that I don't have easy answers to, uh, because I do want to, I do plan on continuing this here podcast in its current format. Um, but, uh, again, I also feel like I have a duty to, uh, you know, take some ethical grounds every now and again too um but yeah so i don't know we'll, we'll i guess we'll wing it uh, it's a lot to think about and this is just day one um and it doesn't look like uh he's going to be showing up for another couple of weeks uh that being said speaking of a couple of weeks we are having our uh well, first big show of the new year, that is Kings of Colosseum. Uh, try to pick things up a bit off of this here. Uh, that is January 6th at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia. Uh, got a decent little show building up. It's going to be headlined by Alex Cade uh, defending the MLW World Heavyweight Championship against the returning Richard Holiday, which is going to be a match that I really want to see, uh, just to see what we're going to do with Holiday and whether or not this... Uh, this is the end of our boy Alex Kane's title reign. Uh, in addition to this, the uh, National Openweight Championship rematch has been signed. This time we have a Taipei death match as Ricky Shane Page looks to defend against Akira. Uh, it has also been announced that the featherweight so will be in action as uh, Janai Kai defends the featherweight championship against uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling's Hyper Misao, uh, which, I, you know... Saw the ad for that, and I'm not familiar with a lot of the Joshis. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I, I'm not fully familiar. Uh, but Hyper Missile, which I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I, I'm butchering it. You know, feel free to leave, leave things in the comments, because... <laughs> uh, Rob's setting the world on fire with uh, with takes right now. Um, but yeah, so correct me in the comments section on that one, too. Uh, but she looks fun, so... I'm all for fun in wrestling. I need some fun right now after, you know, the first 10 minutes of this here episode. Uh, we also have a blindfold match, a.k.a. Love is Blindfold match, as Love Doug takes on the boyfriend of Becca, uh, Brett Ryan Goslin, And then, of course, announced today as well, uh, Matt Riddle will be making his return against Jacob Fatu. To go along with this, we also have a fusion taping bouts. Satoshi Kojima, Bread Club, is returning to MLW, and it fills my heart with glee. We'll be taking on the returning Sammy Callahan. Interesting name that they pulled out of here. Uh, we have some more uh, featherweight uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro competitors as now 
Kakuta uh, takes on Moka Miyamoto. Uh, butchered all those to heck, so yeah, forgive me for that one. Um, and if and last but not least, an intergender match. Another intergender match. Uh, this one featuring Steph Delander taking on Good Brother number three, number three, number three. All right. In addition to this, we also have an announcement for February's big show. That is the Intimidation Games. That will be taking place February 29th at the Melrose Ballroom in New York City. Uh, matches have not been announced for that yet, uh, but we have two big events we got to get through first. So I'm not horribly worried about, you know, no, no matches announced for that. And it's like two months away. Uh, so, yeah. So that's all good. Uh, so there, there's our news for the week. Oh, that was a Debbie Doubter. I need to just go relax and hop into my uh, hot tub filled with pizza rolls. And I don't know. Maybe you should relax too. Get yourself an energy drink. Uh, I'll just take a t- brief co- pause for the cause and we'll be back. Un momento. If you're like me, sometimes you need a pick-me-up to get you through the day. I drink Ray's Energy for that pickup. Ray's comes in a bunch of different flavors, and more recently, Italian ice, which is great, by the way. And it contains no sugar, so there's no crash after you drink it. And, really, like, best of all, if you go through me and go to wetrepsports.com, use my code CASS, you get 15% off your order. So, also, be like CASS, drink Ray's Energy. All right. We are back. Um, as I said at the top of the show, um, you know, no MLW this week. Uh, but I wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't do some sort of like year-end spectacular. And I hate doing uh, like best ofs. Like I hate doing clip shows like that. Uh, I, you know, I also kind of lazy and don't have to dig through everything to find my best bits out of it um you know as one as a one person show i don't feel it's right for me to like hand out awards uh you know uh even if they would happen to be fan voted i think that just be weird and cheesy and there's a lot of things in podcasting that i i don't like and I try to avoid those traps dealing with myself hence why this is an audio only podcast um but yeah, but one of the tropes I am going to fall into is we'll call it a glorified year in review. And I'm not, it's not going to be a year in review in the true sense where I go over things. But like, I want to talk about how things have grown this past year. Because I've, I've worked, very, believe it or not, I've worked, I work very hard on this podcast. And uh, 2023 uh, was a pretty big year for it overall, I think. Like almost a breakout year, if nothing else, just for the connections I've managed to make. Um you know, this is a big year uh, for the for MLW Confusion, uh, managing to once again navigate the waters that is MLW and their erratic at times production schedule. They do like to take their random months off and whatnot. Um, in addition to you know some ebbs and flows that come with uh, come with any sort of wrestling promotion or business, if you will. Uh, but outside of just doing these reviews, we've exp- we've expanded a bit um, and started uh, bringing more guests into the show. And by more guests, I mean almost pretty much just bringing guests. I had like one guest prior to like 2023. Uh, so this has been a big year where we've had, uh, I don't know, I, got the no- I don't have the number here, I just wrote down names. And so like... Like, nine people have, like, appeared on the show, which is kind of a big deal. Of varying, you know, levels of notoriety. I mean, we could start at, like, the top, like, at the top of the notoriety list is, like, we we had the head 
of the World Titan Federation himself, Mr. St. Laurent, on uh, earlier in this year, uh, say April-ish maybe. I mean, I'll, I'll throw out a tweet with, like, rando dates and all that stuff where they've popped on. Uh, but, yeah, like, so have Mr. St. Laurent, MSL, come on the show. Uh, we had former MLW featherweight champion Delmi Axo appear um, as well. And we kind of talked about the title and her international travels as well. Uh, lot, like, I got to interview a couple of names that I've been a huge fan of, like, over the last couple of decades because I'm really old. Um, most notably, uh, Mickey Knuckles uh, back in February, I believe. Uh, and then... Uh, more recently, uh, WCW, WW, well, technically, he's done some appearances for WWE slash F, uh, and ECW uh, superstar Crowbar, Devin Storm, uh, Tempest, many other names you can call him, but Dangerous Devin Storm slash Crowbar got to appear on the show. Uh, we even talked, got to talk, uh, we talked a lot about ECW, and like that's a part of his career that uh, people don't seem to talk about and acknowledge terribly much plus uh talking about some character work and his change of character once he got back into professional wrestling like it's just been really cool to you know talk uh, talk to those people that i've looked up to and admired uh who aren't always we'll say popular on the podcast circuit per se uh then i've and we'll talk about here uh, we've also uh thrown in kind of, i don't know we'll call it the mid-ground of it all uh got uh, the fire starter the modern man in black, uh, Jake Christ on the show. And we got really deep on that one. That was unexpectedly deep, but I had no, I, I yeah, you could definitely tell in my, uh, demeanor with that episode, uh, that I was not prepared to talk about, uh, talk about our past demons and whatnot. Um, and then, uh, giving some shout out, some love to, uh, some local Midwest talent in the form of Eric S. Knight, the corn boy and Nico Klein as well. So, you know, shout out to all those folk. It was a great honor to have, to be able to have them on the show. And, you know, we're continuing to look towards the future, uh, with more guests. So if you happen to be a worker, you know, um, in any capacity, you know, shoot me, shoot me a message. Like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll have you on. I'm not, not super picky. Uh, and I'll try to actually pay attention to my DMS. If that's how you prefer to come at me, yo. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, we branched out, we got guests on and That was super cool. Uh, and for someone who's not going to lie, like, obviously I'm a super awkward guy. And just for me to be able to kind of like branch out like that was kind of at least a big deal in terms of like personal goal front. Uh, because for me, there's a big difference between <laughs> spouting off terrible opinions in a room by myself. Um, and then being put, you know, either mic to mic or face to face with, uh, these folks and a lot of these folks like I've, you know, greatly admired for quite some time um but yeah continued expansion uh this year uh got to join up and a regular talking head uh with the urban wrestling network you know you hear me plug them at the end of the show maybe you're a listener or a watcher um but like uh you know late spring i got to uh, formally join uh the urban network urban wrestling network and their uh major league pod to come on and regularly talk about mlw fusion and the uh you know the varying uh, pay-per-view style events and like it's been super awesome being able to work with uh, muffins and chef uh and by epoxy beans uh only did one thing because he has a real life and uh you know it's been able it's been an honor just to kind of like you know have my work recognized by other podcasters so i can just come on and you know 
be be a talking head uh for those of you who actually watch it and don't just listen to it we've also debuted the hat gimmick which uh for those of you not aware like if i drop something that's like like obscenely profound We'll call it that. We'll jokingly call it that. Uh, but if I'm t- doing what we'll call an t- actual teaching moment, we'll break out a Devo Energy Dome. And for those of you know, who don't know what a Devo Energy Dome... I mean, first of all, go Google it. Uh, but if you're familiar with the Whip It, you know, if a problem comes along, you must whip it. Music video, those red hats, that that is an Energy Dome. And I happen to own one. Uh, and so it became kind of a gimmick for me to pop that on when we... Uh, when we drop some serious knowledge on y'all. Um, but that being said, you know, it's been a lot of fun to be able to work with those guys. Um, probably much to their chagrin some days too, uh, because, uh, you know, we come off pretty good, uh, when the cameras roll. Uh, but we, we definitely watch and prefer different styles of professional wrestling. Um, Speaking of like the contact, uh, you know, contacts I've made, I got to do an appearance on the uh, local card subject to change podcast. They're a local, at least local to me, a group. Um, and got to do, got to be a guest where we talk, kind of talked about my background in professional wrestling or my professional wrestling fandom. Um, earlier this year, too, got to talk with the Wizard CZ. Um, and it's really great to be on the show, uh, and, and great, and like I continue to talk to the guys, uh, all three of the, well, two of the three guys. I don't talk to Stripes because he's a referee, and we've all uh, determined of my thoughts about referees and their biases. Um, but you know, uh, you know, I continue to like shoot messages back and forth to them whenever they're doing like obscenely good work, which they're always doing good work. But if there's something like super awesome, I need to comment on, like I'll throw a message primarily to CZ. Um, and we see each other around cause, uh, they're big supporters of SCW pro as well. Um, but speaking of the lines of like local professional wrestling, uh, we got to branch out this year a bit. Um, and, Go uh, go see some wrestling live, and I'll blame my wife for that because she's she works from home now, as do I, uh, and she's going stir crazy. She's going stir crazy, and, she, and we'd like to get out for the weekend. And by we, I mean she. But like she tries to uh, play uh, play the card of you know, well, let's do something Rob likes, and maybe he'll leave the basement, get out of that hot tub of pizza rolls. Um, she's like, yeah, let's if there's something you can do, it's in drivable distance. Maybe we could even stay the night. Like, it's fine. But, you know, just check some stuff out and see what's going on. Um, and so we did that. Like, of course, undying support of, you know, the Quad City area wrestling. Uh, but we got to go check out Pro Wrestling Revolver. I believe it was the uh, Redacted show um, uh, from September. Uh, that was a lot of fun to see live. So if you guys have, uh, they're on Fight Plus. So if you have Fight Plus, uh, check them out. Uh, they bring in a lot of like good talent, both kind of homegrown and some hot names on the indie scene um, as well. Uh, and some guys like that I happen to be familiar with thanks to uh, MLW. Looking at you, second gear crew. Um, but yeah, it was, that was a lot of fun to go to. I'm pretty sure I got sick from going there though because people and germs uh also shout out to dreamwave wrestling i uh, got to see their uprising show that is their first all women's event um available on the on um, uh, iwtv if you have that uh they run 
out of LaSalle, Peru, Illinois, and they've just announced that they are uh, starting a sister promotion, uh, well, called Uprising, and it's going to be an all-women's promotion. So it's awesome to be able to see that live and watch watch women wrestling, women's wrestling grow um, and hopefully continue to get the respect that is that it deserves that has gone <laughs> gone you know underrecognized for way too long um and they also bring in some good names on the independent scene plus having a batch of uh homegrown uh midwestern central illinois talent as well um you know going to these things like i've broadened my horizons not just you know within driving distance but you know nationally as well uh, i've gotten into the sponsoring game periodically and by periodically i've been sponsoring consistently pretty much most of 2023 um but like starting off with uh hardcore hustle h2o wrestling which um is now part of the IWTV family uh, and doing a weekly TV show as part of the Uncharted Territory series right now. Um, but I helped sponsor uh, Tremont's Angels of Death. Um, and also a shout out to Enjoy Wrestling that I discovered last year, but also had finally put some of my money where my mouth was and uh, helped promote the Rights of Spring event. Uh, well, this past uh, spring. So it's been cool, uh, you know, you know, being able to support independent wrestling even when i can't physically attend it and you know being able to attach this podcast to some quality professional wrestling as well um and that leads to speak of the sponsorships and the you know the things that i've helped build um you know sh- special shout out to scw pro uh out of technically davenport iowa runs a bit more out of bluegrass and uh iowa city uh, out of we'll call that their territory uh but you know if this is your first episode listen to me i don't know why you chose this episode to start the party uh but you know um i've been a supporter of scw pro for like 10 years now of attending events all sorts of stuff uh but this year uh, again putting my money where my mouth is and uh you know helping support local wrestling um they are kind of an offshoot um, tie-in promotion for the Black and Brave Wrestling Academy, the uh, Seth Rollins's training school, if that helps kind of place it a little bit better and puts uh, some faces with it. Uh, but also, you know, co-run by uh, Merrick Brave, uh, hence the Black and the Brave, Tyler Black, Merrick Brave. Um, and so a lot of their graduates come up through SCW Pro. So it's been great, uh, you know, watching this promotion go from just kind of like, I don't call it standard indie, but it's put on, you know, decent shows now to a place that's got a training school attached to it. And so I could watch these wrestlers, you know, do security to, you know, popping up in ring and growing from there. And, you know, there are some folks, you know, who, who are making it, like who are getting some name value to them. Um, even signed to the WWE looking at, uh, Nathan Frazier, um, you know, signed with the uh, signed with the WWE right now. Uh, another you know uh, graduate of the Black and the Brave and come through SCW Pro is uh, MLW Confusion rival, the one called Manders. Uh, so you know, I'm not just you know, I'm not just raging at angels when when I I have problems with the one called Manders. Like we've had beef for a while. It's just it hasn't been uh, 
put in a it hasn't needed to be put on a platform where everyone can hear it uh so it does go back um but it's been great being able to you know help out you know, feud with Manders aside, and the fact that they didn't provide security when he ran me out of the first show I helped sponsor for them as well. Uh, but you know, well, maybe we'll ha- maybe we'll have words with Merrick later about it. I, you know, I, I've forgiven but not forgotten. Um, but it's been great. I, I can't stress this enough, but like about how cool it is being able to indirectly at least help out and help support, especially. You know, batches of wrestlers that are just uh, just entering the business and just are now starting to perform in front of crowds. And if you happen to be in the southeastern Iowa area, you know, check them out. They put on they do put on banger shows, um, and they're on YouTube now um, every other week with at home.exe. Um, and uh, by proxy of that, um, for those of you who take part in the MLW Confusion Patreon, we do have um, a Patreon exclusive podcast at home uh, at home.exe. Excuse me, the SCW Pro Show is just at home SCW Pro at home. Uh, we do a review podcast um, at home.exe to kind of talk about. Uh, at home and scw pro and that one i do co-host with the wife um and you know we we it's a different dynamic than confusion uh just because having a co-host adds some things to it and it's been great being able to work with her um and she loves scw pro as well uh so much so that um (laughs) she, she actually got a birthday card from uh from scw at their last event delivered by santa claus so that was effing amazing um yeah i didn't get a birthday card delivered from santa claus but no one pulled any strings for me either so there's that um but you know it's it's been cool it's been cool um and like you know being able to uh at least indirectly work with them and uh support them in more ways than just hitting retweet or you know attending shows as well and so um yeah we haven't formally announced anything because at this point i'm just a regular sponsor uh but we've re-upped our agreement so i am i am a sponsor until june of 2024 uh so this is the closest we're probably going to get to an official announcement off that so go team off that uh so hoping for another fruitful in the case of scw pro a fruitful 20 years uh but definitely at least for both of us at least in next the next six months being obscenely fruitful for the both of us. Um, but yeah, yeah, helping out the helping out the local indies, reviewing some of the we'll call them the mid majors and MLW. Uh, psyched to see where twenty twenty four is going to go. I know, pr- you know, professionally in the realm of MLW, again, uh, they seem to be on the upswing. And some other personal givings aside, like they seem, you know, things are starting to really look up for them as a whole. Um, and then, you know, this podcast growing and making connections and, you know, all that stuff. You know, hoping to get some cool, you know, cool guests coming into 2024. Uh, you know, I got at least one. I hate, you know, I'm not going to name names because I hate just like, especially with their so all flyer events. But I got, got at least one scheduled officially for 2024. One, I got one maybe. And I just need to send out a batch of other emails for that too. But like, it's cool. And it's cool being able to, you know, been able to like branch out and do all this cool stuff. And like, I couldn't really do it 
without the support of you guys that listen to me. Especially, you know, whether it's been this is your first episode this week, you know, or if you've been there from the beginning or anywhere in between. Like, it's just been awesome to be able to produce content for people to listen to and that are people are listening to all over the world and being able to even like quantify things and like looking at like podcast charts where like I pop up on the Apple podcast charts periodically, uh, you know, most notably in great Britain for some odd reason, <laughs> who would have thought me butchering the English language is going to promote listenership. Uh, so with the, in the area where they're using the queen's tongue, uh, you know, and, you know, um, and using like, if you're on the po- uh, good pods app, like I am routinely like a ten, top 10 wrestling uh, podcast and like a top, I don't know, 50 to 100 usually of, in, of uh, independent sports podcasts as well. So like, it's been really cool. Um, and like, you know, I can't do any of this without you guys so uh i've talked for like a half hour which is more than i like to talk by myself uh but i do just before we get to the plugs you know just i want to thank you all you know and if you dare want to support of course like if you're a worker if you're in the business you know shoot me a message like i'd love to have you on you know it uh, if or on the flip side of things like if you want to you know help sponsor me so i can give more money to professional <laughs> to professional wrestling you know shoot me a message like my rates for ads on this show are pretty darn low actually um so hit up the emails on that you know on the flip side like i got merch i got patreon we'll talk about those i'm on cameo now by the way so like if you want a personal message sent your way like i can do that too like i i will come up with a personalized mander slander for you if that is what you so desire um but yeah but yeah so like 2023 was pretty darn good overall and i'm excited to see where 2024 goes um, and I, you know, th- I want to thank you guys for like, I, you know, it's, it wouldn't be a good year without y'all. So thank you guys. Give yourself a round of applause too. Um, stay tuned for the best ways to help support this here podcast. And, uh, you know, I've got, I got one more show before the new year, so I'm not going to wish you a happy new year yet. Uh, but you know, happy insert holiday here that you, that you, uh, that you, uh, choose to celebrate, whether it's Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Uh, Yule, Solstice, uh, and any of the, uh, you know, uh, was it 14 other major holidays in here that I've probably forgotten. So, in the meanwhile, I'll catch you all next week. MLW Confusion is a weekly podcast that is written and performed by Rob Kammer and is hosted on Spotify for Podcasters. MLW Confusion is part of the Urban Wrestling Network. You can check out the Major League Pod, amongst other shows, on YouTube at Urban Wrestling NW. The background music for this section is Ruined My Day, performed by Alan Schroeder. If you enjoyed this podcast and like to support, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends, family, and enemies. Leaving a review is also helpful, as word-of-mouth advertisement is very important for small podcasts such as this. My social media links can be found in the description below, but Twitter and Instagram are at the Nova of Cass, T-H-E-N-O-V-A-O-F-C-A-S-S, and Facebook is at MLW Confusion, all one word. If you'd like to support monetarily and help upgrade my equipment, please check out my virtual tip jar at www.kofi.com slash Casanova. If you prefer more bang for your buck, you can go to patreon.com slash Casanova, 
whereas for as little as $2, backers get access to the podcast early and ad-free, plus other weekly exclusive content such as athome.exe, the Patreon-exclusive podcast. So, join the crew that is headed up by Keith Wynn, Alan Schroeder, Alex McCarthy, and the False Prophet, and check it all out. You can also find t-shirts, coffee mugs, and other merch at the Confusion Podcast Store on Teespring. For business inquiries such as ads and sponsorships, please email at rzcammer, that is K-A-M-E-R-E-R, at comcast.net. Thank you all for listening. <laughs>